0: Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. It's your host, Amir, with my co-host, Jordan, today. As we go ahead and update you guys on all the news we missed over the last few days um, regarding the Denver Broncos head coach search. Um, before we jump into all that, Jordan, how are you doing? I know it's been a very, very stressful week with Broncos news and the head coach search.
1: Um, I've been good, man. Uh, just keeping up with everything um, Yeah, just focusing on myself this week. How about you?
0: Yeah, same, same. Uh, You know, obviously, this week has been just a whirlwind of different reports, rumors, leaks, and you know, this head coach trying to get advantage over that coach, and you know, this person saying this, you know, this coach is going to be hired by the Broncos, and you got this reporter saying this differently. Um, obviously, all the stuff about Sean Payne, D'Amico, Rhines, it's just been a lot this week. I can definitely, for all the listeners and viewers out there, I I can feel your stress. You know, it's been it's been a tough way to say the least. But before we uh, go ahead and jump into all um you know the updates and latest news regarding that, um we're going to go ahead and start off with um uh you know our playoff preview for uh, tomorrow in the NFC and AFC championship. Um as the Eagles uh, head to or excuse me, the 49ers uh, head to uh, Lincoln Financial Stadium, um and then obviously the Bengals playing in Arrowhead Stadium. Um so just real quick, uh, who do, who do you got waiting uh to in, in tomorrow's game to go to the Tomorrow's game is to go to the Super Bowl.
1: Uh, I lie, it was hard. I, both of the games were like, it was hard for me to pick. Um, But I went ahead and I said uh, for the AFC, I went ahead and picked the Bengals. I think Mahomes' ankle isn't as fine as everybody think it is. I think it's healed somewhat. But anytime somebody gets a high ankle sprain, it's its not something light. I mean, you can, you know, inject it and do all the treatment you want to, but you're still going to feel it. And especially with Mahomes and the type of throws he makes, is going to be struggle. It's, it's going to be difficult for him to overcome that. Um. But the Bengals, man, I feel like we keep seeing the Bengals have success because it's harder for teams to guard them. You got T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd and all those guys. I mean, Kansas City's back end is not enough. And Joe Burroughs is probably – he's going to do the same exact thing that they do. He's going to dot them up, and then as soon as they try to really cover the pass and take away the middle of the field, they're going to run the ball. So, me personally, I'm taking the Bengals in that game. I think it will be somewhat of a shootout early, but I think the Bengals is just too much for the Chiefs to overcome. in the NFC, okay, now the NFC, this was the hardest game I predicted all year. I'm not going to lie. But I went ahead and chose the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to win it. I think just because one reason, their secondary is better. And I think that's just it. And Brock Purdy, you know, he hasn't really played a you know team with, with two top ten corners and one of the best safeties in the league, and uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, all those guys. So it's going to – I'm telling you, if they, if they take away Iuke and Kittle in that passing game, it's going to be really tough for the Niners to win. I mean, they can run the ball, but Philly – Philly defense is just all around just solid. Pass rush is elite. They got good linebackers and a great secondary. I mean, the 49ers do too, but it's just not – I'm, I'm taking Jalen Hurts and them boys.
0: Yeah, that, that game is a little tough. I think it's tougher than people are making it out to be. That's a, definitely going to be a shootout there. Um yeah, I I picked weeks ago and actually months ago, like early in the season. I, I really thought the 49ers and Chiefs were going to be a Super Bowl rematch. And here we are at the the two championship games where it's, uh, it's poised to happen. But I don't know. The injuries just play a really big factor. I mean, I saw Travis Kelsey popped up on the injury report as well with a back injury. So, yeah, this is it's going to be interesting, I think. If Mahomes doesn't play, which his high ankle sprain, he was barely able to, you know, run the last few days on the practice field. So I don't know. It's going to be tough for him to even play in this game. If he doesn't play, I'm taking Bengals easily, easily. But if he does play, I think I think he can. I think Andy Reid and the offense can make a way for um the the Chiefs to upset the Bengals. And I know it's crazy to say upset, but <laughs> Joe Burrow owns Mahomes over the last uh, few matchups that they played, even in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I just think it's tough because I think I mean we looked at it last time like the Chiefs kind of beat themselves with the not taking the field goal at halftime and just you know like Mahomes throwing the pick. But I feel like even if they go out there and have a perfect game plan, like Cincinnati can too. Like Cincinnati can can keep up with them tit or tat, and their yeah. defense is better than the Chiefs. But I don't know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, and then the Forty ers and Eagles, I I really I really do can see that I really can see the Eagles winning this one, but um. I don't know. I got to go with my gut all the way from midseason. I'm going to get, I'm going to pick the 49ers in this one. Uh, I call the Eagles frauds all season long. I got to stick, I got to stick by my word, even though they're clearly not frauds. I mean, you make it to the NFC Championship, you're not frauds, but, um, I'm going to go ahead and pick the, uh, if Mahomes, if he plays this game, I'm going to go ahead and pick the 49ers and Chiefs to go back to the Super Bowl, um, simply because I just got to stick with what I said all season long. Um, If it pays off, it pays off. If it doesn't, oh well. I I would be really, actually really, really excited to watch the Bengals and Eagles in the Super Bowl. That's the more interesting matchup I would love to see.
1: yeah, I feel like either way we won't get a bad Super Bowl matchup. I feel like either way it's just going to be a, either is, I feel like these conference championship games is going to be hopefully some of the best ones that we've seen in, in a minute. Because I know last year's playoffs was crazy, but like this year it's just, man, I'm talking about it. It's just going to be some crazy games, man. Yeah.
0: I can't wait. Really? Ruined big time for uh, Joe Burrow this weekend. He's yeah. one of the coolest personalities in the NFL. Um, So with that being said, those are our uh, you know playoff picks uh, for this weekend to uh, potentially match up in the Super Bowl. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into uh, all of the latest news, rumors, breaking down everything for you guys. I know a lot of you guys may be confused. I'm just curious to how things have, you know, um, are possibly, you know, unfolding, you know, soon. Uh, I know the last episode me and Jordan predicted that Sean Payton would be hired either Friday or Sunday. Again, that possibility is still alive. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I still think it could happen. I'm feeling that it might happen be next week because the Broncos are, they already announced that they're, they, they want to move a little bit more faster. But, um, before we jump into all that, um, Let's talk about uh, Azero Evero, the Broncos, D.C. Um, He is currently a finalist for the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals job. Uh, The Cardinals, they obviously have it down to Aaron Glenn, Sean Payne, uh, Brian Flores, and Evero. Um, It it was announced uh, for the Colts that Evero's second interview the other day lasted 12 to 14 hours. I thought it
1: was 12 hours. Yeah, it was 12 to 14. I thought it was 14 to 18. I couldn't remember, but yeah, 12 to 14. That's crazy
0: yeah that's crazy i mean if, if it was 14 hours that literally was on limited sleep i mean that that that's insane usually the second interviews with teams are like where you're, you're touring the uh, facility kind of seeing what the culture is like going to you know in and out of uh you know training facilities or the building or even going to the stadium perhaps though that's kind of how the second interviews look to see get a feel of how the culture is gonna be when you're you know the head coach in day in and day out but um yeah, that's really interesting because if he wasn't taking that job seriously, he wouldn't have, you know, been interviewing that long. I mean, when's the last time we heard, uh, you know, a coordinator interviewing for a head coach job for 12 to 14 hours?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's crazy, but I'm not surprised. Like, now that I come and think about Everol and the Colts, I mean, he's a, of course, he's a defensive, like, guru. So, I mean, going to Indianapolis would be just insane. You got DeForest Buckner, DeForest um, Buckner. I know he goes by Shaquille Leonard now, uh, Darius Leonard and all them, Stephon Gilmore, yeah. and they have some pretty nice, you know, Kenny Moore. They got some good safeties. I mean, I'm pretty sure he wants to go there and turn around that defense, you know, and make them, you know, crazy. Because I think they have Yannick, uh, Yannick too, huh? They got Yannick. Y- uh, y- Yannick. Y- yeah. yeah, I'm Everola, I'm pretty sure if he does get that job, he wants to turn around that defense for starters and then just get a quarterback and then everything can fall into place there. I mean, the Colts aren't a bad spot. It's just uh, they just got to get the right guy.
0: I feel like the Colts defense is hating on I've I've said this you know for the back half of the season especially the early half they did not have a terrible I understand their offense was horrible and their defense led up games like the Minnesota Vikings game Minnesota had one of the best offenses in the league, obviously, but I feel like their defense is a bit overhated. They have talent on that side of the ball, and they had some really shut down games. Look at the Chiefs game, look at the Broncos game, and there, there's plenty more samples to you know show to um, Azero Evero. So, yeah. I think after seeing this report, I I did get slightly scared because I think. I still believe that Evero will end up still being a D.C., whether it's going to be in Denver or somewhere else this upcoming season. I don't think he's going to get a head coach job, but this certainly is a trend in the right direction if he wants to go in and take a, a head coaching gig. I know um, we're hearing that Jimmer saying some some other guys in the fr- front office still want Jeff Saturday for whatever reason. I don't understand that at all. But um, if they certainly have a more qualified candidate, it's uh, definitely Ezra Avero.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you look at the Colts, um, to go on what you said, I mean, it's hard to be consistent on defense when your quarterbacks are just turning the ball over at a high rate. I mean, yeah. you're going to let up some points if the team is getting the ball on their own side of the field, and their offense is pretty good. So that's a lot of the reason why. I mean, the Colts' defense isn't like anything insane, but, I mean, they are they have some really good players on there. So, But, yeah, I don't know what Jim Marce is thinking. Still, still, just how is Jeff Sat- – it, it makes no sense to me how Jeff Saturday is a candidate. You know, I mean, after the season he had and just talking about he's a finalist for the head coaching job is just kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, and I like that you brought up uh, Stefan Gilmore because he is – I don't know why, but everybody just seems to, like, never talk about him anymore. He's still one of the best – like, he's, like, grazing, like, my top seven, like, cornerbacks in the league. I still think he's one of those guys. Like, I, I don't understand – um, you know, the, obviously he was deemed uh, the cornerback one a few years ago and he isn't playing to that standard or level anymore, but I still think he's one of the better uh, corners in the league. I mean, you look at the game where he played in, uh, against Denver and then also other matchups as well. So, um, Yeah, I I still think they have some really key pieces on there for Everett to potentially go coach and show the world that they still have a a good defense there. I would just be curious to see who their uh, offensive staff is going to be because they clearly haven't uh, handled that well since uh, Frank Reich was let go. Um, and speaking of Frank Reich, the first domino in the NFL head coaching search has fallen with Frank Reich going to the Carolina Panthers. I predicted Steve Wilkes would go there. I was wrong. He was the second uh, finalist, though. They said that Ian Rapport reported that they uh, that Steve Wilkes made it very difficult for David Temper in the front office to make that decision to bring in uh, Frank Reich. But despite all the players advocating for Steve Wilkes to return as the head coach of Carolina uh, for Carolina, um, they ended up siding with Reich. Um, I think it was a better decision, honestly. I I know I um said they sh- they should have kept Steve Wilkes, but bringing in Frank Reich, I didn't know he was that serious of a candidate for them. Um, have kept up too much with their head coach search, of going aside from you know Steve Wilkes and Sean Payton, but um, I think that's a much better hire than Steve Wilkes. I mean, Frank Reich. This is a guy that he wasn't getting too much interviews, and I think this is one of the perfect landing spots. Obviously, their first franchise quarter- their first quarterback in franchise history to play for them or start for them. Um. Yeah, I think this is a this is a um honestly a really good hire. I wasn't expecting Frank Wright to honestly be the first hire cuz he wasn't really a hot candidate, but I th- I think that's a good it's a good landing spot for Carolina and eliminates eliminates one of the possibilities for Sean Payton.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I thought it was a great hire. I really loved it. Uh my brother's a Panther fan too, so he wasn't really happy about it, but I I convinced him a little bit, but I think um I think they do need to bring back Steve Wooks to the DC. I think they're trying to bring in Vic Fangio. Which I mean would be yeah, I somewhat Banjo good, was, yeah. but but I mean Steve Wilkes. I mean he, you got to bring him back some way. You can't just let him leave. But um, uh, no, I think Frank Reich. I mean he was a guy that I wanted Denver to get initially before Deshaun Payton and all these rumors. Like I wouldn't have minded him in Denver at all. I would actually I would probably loved it. So, I mean now Frank Frank Reich going to Carolina. You know they're hopefully they get a quarterback. I mean you saw what he did with Carson Wentz when they got Carson Wentz. He was able to develop him for the one year. You know before he left until Carson Wentz turned into. God knows what. But I mean, he's had some experience working with young quarterbacks. So we'll see what Carolina goes from there.
0: I think they're, I think honestly, this is going to be one of the most predictable spots for Fangio. I think this is, you know, obviously defensive consultant with the Eagles. Frank Reich worked with the Eagles and then went to the Colts. I mean, Um, I I think it's honestly just a perfect landing spot for Vic Fangio. Um, Steve Wilkes, I don't think he's going to go back to the same team that he was just fighting for a head coaching gig. He was even trying to get the D.C. job for Atlanta after he lost the Panthers job, but then they ended up, um, you know, Atlanta ended up promoting one of their defensive assistants to D.C. But, yeah, I honestly, Steve Wilkes, he might try to stay in division. You never know, but um, I don't think he's going back to Carolina. Um, I I know he really wanted that uh, head coaching gig there. Yeah. yeah, uh who who do you think which uh team do you think is gonna be end up uh end up being the next uh, domino to fall?
1: I had to go to Texans. I think D'Amico to the Texans is really heating up. I think that um he for some reason wants to choose them over Denver. And I think it, that has to do with him being, you know, used to play there and I think he just he wants to coach, you know, I mean that I'll just say, I mean, that team is basically all, it's all African-American. So I'm pretty sure he's looking at that too. And it's like, man, I can go over there with all these young guys that, you know, probably he sees a lot of himself in, you know, as a player, especially playing in Houston, he played in Houston and all like that. So it, it's a lot of, it's a lot of good guys in Houston. So I'm not surprised that he wants to choose them. I'm just like, man, I just, choosing the Texans, it, it, choosing the Texans is hard, especially like him. I, I mean, I guess he's saying what they've done the last few years with David Cully and, lovey smith and sees like their front office a little bit but i'm, I'm kind of shocked that he's even considering the texans but i understand it somewhat
0: i i called it a few a few weeks ago i really thought that was uh houston D'Amico rhymes was a possibility and uh here we are I jonathan gannon into houston just felt like too obvious everybody was saying it yeah D'Amico to houston honestly doesn't really shock me at all um yeah, obviously we got the news uh, a few days ago that D'Amico Ryan's was emerging as the front runner for the Broncos head coaching job, um, but then 25 hours later, Ian Rapoport goes on, um, you know, the Insiders podcast and says that um, that basically he that the Broncos are you know with uh, Houston setting up a second interview with uh, with uh, Domico Ryan's this upcoming week that the Broncos are looking to move a little bit quicker, which is understandable. But if that's one of your top guys, that's the guy that you want. You might as well wait for him, right? I mean, you've been keeping these candidates warm, you know. You know, waiting as potential backups and Plan B, Plan C's, anyways. Um, obviously, Dan Quinn. Obviously, we got the news he pulled out of the Broncos head coach search. Um, he's going back as the Cowboys DC. Hallelujah! Um, <laughs> that uh, I'm so excited that he uh, ended up, not, you know, pulling himself out of a, you know every head coaching gig. Um, as long as it wasn't in Denver, that's all that I, you know, we really cared about. But uh, yeah, D'Amico Ryan's obviously someone that me and you have spoken really highly about on this podcast. We'd love to have him here in Denver, but it seems like he's all but out in the pod. I said, you know, a week ago or so that I didn't really feel like D'Amico Ryan to Denver was a possibility. Um, you know, said the same thing with Dan Quinn. Um, and now, you know, it looks like D'Amico Ryan's to Houston. You know, uh, Ian Rapport said he is very confident that if – um, he had Denver and Houston to choose from that he would pick Houston just because of you know all the history and stuff, which is crazy to say because he literally got traded by Houston. He literally had an active lawsuit against Houston in 2016 for uh, you know all the the Achilles tear and everything with the turf. Um, and he's gonna choose that team over you know the team uh, that has a bunch of money in the ownership, the the team that has him as the front runner. That that that's just kind of sad. I'm gonna I mean, just
1: say if D'Amico Ryan has any kind of sense, that please he don't go to the Texans. If, if if he has one or two bad seasons with no roster, just like how Lovey Smith and David Culley had, he's gonna get fired. They're gonna they're gonna be so yeah. quick to fire him, and it's gonna be bad because he might he may not get another coaching job again. Just don't choose the Texans.
0: I think I think they're going to be a little more more lenient, honestly, though, with uh, with him rather than Coley or uh, Lovey Smith. I think that they view him it. as I feel like they view him as a long term answer. Obviously, he's a much better, stronger, younger, modern candidate. Um, and, you know, obviously, there's so many coaches around the league, especially Kyle Shanahan. I mean, look at that interview. He's speaking so highly on him. He went from, you know, uh, you know, quality control coach to a linebackers coach in a span of six months in uh in san francisco then you, next thing you know the next year he's at dc then the next thing you know the next year he's getting a head coaching interview with uh minnesota and then the next year he's poised to get uh you know he's the front runner for two you know jobs and you know two head coaching jobs so he's a strong candidate and i feel like if houston has any kind of sense or anything that anything to show that their ownership is smart and playing this out they won't let demico ryan's go after one year where they're clearly rebuilding with you know potentially uh their next franchise quarterback and Bryce Young or whoever it's going to be
1: yeah I agree um I I think they'll be you know like you said a little more um lenient with D'Amico Ryans but I just don't like it man I just I don't know it's just something about them Texans bro it just they just they always find a way to mess something up like it's just always that so I don't know we'll see
0: yeah, I think the best thing that they ha- that could happen to them is like Sean Payton, but obviously that's that seems really out of play. Um, he Sean Payton's basically ruled out the Texans at this point. Um, speaking of Sean Payton, so obviously just a whirlwind of uh different reports this this last week. We got a report that um, r- what was his name um. Rob Walton, the you know lead owner of the Denver Broncos, was apparently on a hunting trip, according to Jeff Duncan, and that was the reason that the Broncos pushed back their interview with Sean Payton, which is insane. But um, then again, uh, I, I can't remember who it was, but oh yeah, it was Benjamin Albright. Uh, he said that this that that that, that leak was reported to a uh, kind of. Um, Excuse the fact that they were actually looking at other candidates and evaluating the process, and um, kind of just taking their time with Sean Payton. Um, I don't understand. It's, it's all so confusing. Um, if that is true, then that's insane. I mean, you wanted your uh, owner Rob Walton in the interview room that bad, and since the fact that he was on a hunting trip, that you just push back the interview kind of makes your ownership already look like a joke to begin with. But me personally, I don't believe that. It just sounds like too crazy. That like, I. I if that's true, that's insane. The fact that our interview with our lead candidate got pushed back because our owner was on a hunting trip and you want him in the room that bad when he really doesn't have too much football knowledge at all. If that's true, goodness. Like, I don't, I don't even know what to think of this ownership.
1: I'm going to just be honest. There is no way that you know what you need. You know you need an officer, of minded head coach, and you sit there and say, well, we're going to bring in Sean Payton for an interview. Why is why is uh, the second interview getting um, delayed? Why is that? Sean Payton should have been, like, like I said, after the first interview, Sean Payton should have been hired. It should have been no question. It should have been nothing else. Sean Payton should be our head coach right now. Greg Penner, George Payton. Uh, I, I always forget her name. Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice. What are you doing? Like, I, I just want to know. I have to know what they're doing. It makes zero sense to me. You're going to sit there and say, well, we're going to, well, we want D'Amico more than Sean Payton. And it's no offense to D'Amico Ryans, but what are you seeing there? You obviously know that you need an officer-minded head coach. You got a Super Bowl winning coach in Sean Payton, but you're not taking them serious. All that back stimulates to is that Greg Penner and George Payton. I don't – it's like it's like they just don't really know football. It's something – is it's not right. Like, it, 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 make, it just makes no sense to me. The Cardinals are doing well. They're interviewing Sean Payton. We're like, they'll happy for a second interview, all this and all that. Denver just I, – I don't know, man. And I, I, know, I know Albright is saying, well, nobody is really that impressed with Sean Payton. Nobody really wanted him. That's why he's not getting second uh, interviews. Like, you are the wealthiest owners in the league. Make it happen. You, you got the money to make it happen. You have the resources. You're in Denver. Make it happen. Like, they just – it makes it's frustrating like I'm so tired of hearing all these different reports coming out Sean Payton's tweeting the ownership is great which that probably means he probably isn't even going to come to Denver which means that's probably out the window you want to go after these first year guys like Davis I, it's no offense to David. he probably will be a good head coach but you started off saying we want an experienced an experienced head coach now the finalists are D'Amico Ryans and David Shaw it just it makes no sense to it, it me ma- it's just ridiculous like it's frustrating so I, I at this point I don't know who we're going to hire
0: yeah, the report came out that Sean Payton sensed a power struggle um for the Broncos ownership, uh in their in their first interview, but he later refuted it on Twitter saying the Broncos ownership was obviously great and he enjoyed um, you know, speaking with them. Um Albright, apparently he believes that the Broncos have moved their attention away from Peyton, which make which I, you know, I I believe that that's kind of the reason that they didn't schedule the second interview. Maybe they're just not interested in him. I don't think they're that I don't think they're that unintelligent to just not schedule a second interview if they're interested in the candidate. I don't think it's as simple as that. So I, I think they're just simply not interested in him at the at this point. And they're oh, just kind of pl- playing the process out that I, maybe they just but see something like- that we don't see.
1: But like, no, you had to agree with me. Like, there is no reason why you don't like why aren't you It's like why aren't you interested in Sean Payton? He is a Super Bowl winning head coach. He's yeah, he's that, that. working with superstar quarterbacks. He is well respected around the league. What what else is there that just like nah we're not gonna go with Sean Payton? Like something has to come out about Sean Payton. He must be doing something that no one else knows about. But it, it, it makes no sense. I swear it, it just makes no sense. It makes no
0: sense. I that part agree. I agree. Yeah. Why would you not want Sean Payton as your head coach? That that, the fact that they would just not interview him because that clearly they just don't have interest in him. That's why they didn't. They didn't give the second interview. I if I was a GM. Come on, dude, we're we're calling up Sean Payton right now to get this interview done. And like I said, like screw the I said in the last episode, screw the process, get this deal done with Sean Payton. But clearly there's something that they see that we don't see. There is some off the field issues with Sean Payton that um, the fans don't know about. So um, I I really I really don't know. Um, I just feel like the Broncos are kind of moving their attention away from Sean Payton, which kind of makes me think that they might end up not just going with Sean Payton. Um, and hiring him it, it makes sense because they just keep waiting and waiting and waiting and there still has not been a second interview scheduled which is insane to me like if you're not interested in Sean Payton then why don't you have a second interview with um, let's say D'Amico Ryans or I don't know I, I don't like David Shaw but get a second interview with David Shaw Condoleezza Rice apparently loves him get a second interview with Jim Caldwell like why are you guys waiting so long I can understand if you don't like Sean Payton that you're pushing back, you know, you're pushing him back and directing your attention elsewhere. But what about these other candidates? Why are we waiting so long? I don't, it's like, are you waiting for another domino to fall? Like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here.
1: It shouldn't take this long to hire a head coach. It shouldn't take it to the point where you interview everybody that you want to, and you. First, the Broncos haven't even come out with official finalists. I. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know if they offered Sean Payton a job, and they're just waiting on him to figure something out. I I don't know what it is, but to have no second interviews, you're just sitting there. Like you just—that's exactly what the Broncos are doing right now. They're just sitting there, just waiting. Talking about some, uh, they're going to interview some more other candidates that weren't in their top eight. That's ridiculous. Like pick a coach. You you have all the money in the world. It just—it makes no sense. I'm, I'm I'm tired of it, man.
0: Yeah, I, I understand the fact that they're taking their time with the head coach search because literally only one team has hired a head coach so far. And team, you know, we already see the Texans and the Panthers are pretty, pretty much out on Peyton. So really our only competition is Arizona. And Arizona really is high on Brian Flores um, and, you know, other guys right now. So maybe they end up going with Sean Payton. That's seeming like a more like likely landing spot um. But at this at this point, it's like we don't have too much competition with Sean Payton, so we can kind of take our time with it. But at the same time, you haven't even had your second your second interview with them, and Arizona already had theirs on Thursday.
1: Like I it just it doesn't make any sense. Like you were the first team. You fired your head coach midseason. You had first dibs on everybody. You you were the first team that you had first dibs on every single head coach and candidate that's been interviewed. And you still don't have a head coach. That's you had a whole week where you interviewed a coach almost every single day and then you come out the next week. You don't even announce finalists. So we don't even know who the finalists are. They just saying we're not going to conduct any second interviews. We're just sitting ducks. We're just going to wait to see what Sean, what Sean Payton decides to do. That's hire him. Like that. That's my whole thing. Why are you trying to wait to see what Sean Payton is going to decide to do? How about how about you just you, hire, you, you make him an offer where he can't refuse?
0: There also could be um, the fact that, you know, Troy Rank, he reported that there are secret candidates that the Broncos have been speaking to since Dan uh, Quinn pulled out of the Hecko search. Um, that could be kind of the reason that this gap of just no second interviews is being filled with um, Broncos just simply talking to these secret candidates that we don't know about. Um, apparently, there's around like two or three candidates that, you know, the Broncos uh, fan base has no clue about who they're uh, talking to. Um, who, who, who do you think they could uh, potentially be? I think Brian Callahan is definitely a possibility.
1: Brian Callahan, because I know we had interest in him last season. Um, probably Jonathan Gannon and I guess Shane Steichen. I'm pretty sure they're going somewhere around that route. It's just insane to me that they're that they beginning said they want an experienced head coach and is going is finna go the first time route again. We've done that the last three times. It has not worked whatsoever it has not worked it didn't work with vance joseph it didn't work with big bangio it didn't work with nathaniel Hackett.
0: a uh, benjamin albright is put, uh he's potentially teasing a potential uh jim harbaugh possibility returning in the Bron- broncos head coach search, which is insane because he publicly announced that he's going back to michigan um would just imagine all of this just for jim harbaugh to shock everybody and just put pen to the paper for the Denver broncos that would be that, that would be insane. He, It's not only him, but it's a few other people as well.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I would love it. I mean, I just feel like you have the power to do anything like that. You are, I'm going to say it again, the wealthiest owners in the league. Money should not be an issue here. That I, I feel like if the Broncos really knew what they were doing, they would, have, they, they would have a head coach like a Harbaugh or a Sean Payton now. You have both of them in the interview room. You can give them anything they want to. Sean Payton, you've already said you're willing to come off draft picks. I'm just kind of confused on – The like what what this process is like but i would love to have jim harbaugh though i mean we talked about it before i would love to have him i think if we get him he'll change the culture and we'll go back to winning football but as of right now man i don't know what the future holds i don't know what they're doing it's just it's all very confusing
0: um field yates he announced uh jerry rosberg who uh made his case to broncos ownership he uh, is being eliminated from the broncos head coach search um they wished him his uh you know is uh w- wish him well in his uh, retirement, but they are uh, effectively um you know you know not including him in, the, in this uh, head coach search uh, as they narrow down their uh, candidates and you know explore their potential possibilities. Um, Jim Caldwell is kind of a name that we're still hearing a little bit. David Shaw, um obviously, well I haven't I haven't really heard too much about Raheem Morris, um which is interesting. Um he could be someone that they maybe they're higher on that you know the media just doesn't know about, but um. Imagine all of this just for the Broncos to just hire David Shaw who has like a 3 and 9 record over the last 2 years, he had like a 4 and 8 record and then a 4 and 2 record before that. That would be that would be like clinically insane.
1: It'd be laughable. It'd be laughable. I mean, it just seemed like we just keep steering away from the obvious. John Fox, he wasn't a great head coach, but he was an experience when we got him. Gary Kubiak. and we have success with them. And if, people say it's because of Payman, which I which I agree too, but you got Russell Wilson. Just it it's you have success with these guys. You keep trying to bring in these first year guys. It makes zero sense. It it just makes no sense. Like I I at this point, like, I, I don't know. Like we're not talking to Raheem Morris anymore. It's just Denver, man. I, I just hope I I just hope we make a good decision. I really do. I just hope we make a good decision.
0: Obviously, Frank Wright to the Panthers, Broncos still on, you know, uncertain. Colts, we are very uncertain. I have honestly no idea who they're kind of siding with at this point. Um, Who who do you think out of the four, uh, you know, four openings at this moment, um, who who is going where?
1: Uh, it, it's hard. I would say right now, um, Colts most definitely, I think. I think Everett might be going to the Colts. I think it speaks volumes. We have an interview with a guy 12 to 14 hours, and I think that, that's some teams usually don't do. So I think Evro's made a huge impression on him. And I think they realize his genius and that he can turn around and you know the coach and everything that the players the players will go to him. So I'll say Everett to the Colts. Um Denver, I have no clue. I mean, I, I'm guessing at this point is it's probably gonna be David Shaw. Um the Texans, I would say D'Amico Ryans and um Arizona, yeah, Arizona Cardinals. I'm guessing Sean Payton. I mean, they seem like that. They have common sense. They seem like that. They really want him. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Um. So that's gonna be it for today's episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Um. You know, make sure uh, we got uh, another player coming on the podcast. Um. You know, pretty soon. Um. So obviously, lots of uh, drama and different reports going off the Broncos head coach search. Um. At this point, we don't really know who's gonna be the guy. Um. I'm still. I still have a little. F- sense and hope for sean payton D'Amico ryan's is really really out of the picture at this point um dan quinn obviously is out of the picture um but yeah um hope you guys enjoyed today's episode if you're listening to spotify and apple podcast make sure you follow um turn notifications on Um, if you're listening on youtube hit the like button subscribe for uh, all the greatest uh, denver broncos uh content you know one of the best podcasts um in bronco's country i uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um it's your co- it's your uh, host Amir with my co-host Jordan until the next one peace